My guest is Alex Lovelock, also called Maverick Medium, who joins me tonight to talk about his life's journey and his recent near-death experience. Welcome, Alec, to the show. Good evening, Tris. Thanks for having me. And what would we? What would you like to discuss tonight? Do you? Would you like to go back to how it all started in the beginning for you? Well, yeah, I can tell you. You know, when I had my first experience, I suppose, but I didn't know it was an experience at the time. Obviously, I was four. Around about four years old. Couldn't have been any more than that. And um, I had, I was in bed awake, and I had what you could describe, I suppose, as a vision. And this vision was um, of a river with two fields either side and a bridge going over the river. I was one side of the, the river, and but I weren't allowed onto the bridge. Obviously, I didn't know what this was then. And bearing in mind, you know, I lived in South London. And I can assure you there was nothing like rivers, fields, might have the occasional blue sky. Uh, and that was it. And I remember now, I just thought this must be heaven. And that was the beginning. Um, then things obviously happened through my younger years and I always had a fascination in ghosts so I used to talk about it quite a lot and um, it weren't really until my mum passed when I was 13 and that's when things really started to heat up and um, there was the usual I suppose they, they call it poltergeist activity, but thinking back on it, maybe it wasn't poltergeist. Um, doing what I do now, I I look back and think, did they think, well, this 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 little kid, he can hear us or he can see us, but I didn't want to know. And I think that may be why they kept on at me and on at me so as they have done throughout my life. Something that happened quite a lot with you when you were younger then. But I have to say, uh, my dad, he was, he, he was out either working or playing drums, so I was left alone quite a lot. And um, I remember I could feel the, what they call energies now. I don't everyone uses that word, but you could feel it coming towards me as I was in the chair and I couldn't move it pinned me in the chair and also lots of other things but I had witnesses to this as well some of these activities so it wasn't like you know a teenager's uh, imagination um, and that was the beginning really right very interesting yes so did that did that happen as i say quite a few times as you were growing up when you were younger yeah, it happened all the time. And, and all sorts of things like that it was happening all the time and in those days it, there was no one that you couldn't talk to anybody they just say oh take him to a doctor or a psychiatrist or whatever 
But when I was 17, I came, I was working local and I come home lunchtime and uh, came in, I think I come in the back way. And uh, the dinner table had been laid, cups, plates, saucers, cutlery. Now I weren't one for sitting at the table. So I reckon that was my mum saying, you know, this is what you should be doing. But that was pretty, pretty freaky. Because no, we, me and my dad both went out at the same time. He didn't go home. Well, I hadn't been home. Yeah, there was milk in the cups. It was uh, quite something. Yeah, and how old were you when that happened? 17. You were 17, so you were mm. quite young to sort of understand what was going on or not oh. understand what was going on, yes. Usual thing, I mean, yeah, I think it was 15 at the time. A mate of mine, friend of mine, he... We were talking about Ouija boards. Mm. And he came round with a box of letters and numbers and set them out on the table with a glass in the middle. And um, I, I wouldn't recommend this to anybody. Not really. Mm. And um, But I'm sure all youngsters do it anyway. And um, fingers on the glass. And as it started to move, and it spelt out a name. And I said, that's the name of one of our RI teacher, religious instruction teacher. Yeah. And with that, the glass shot off. And with that, we packed up the letters and the numbers. No more. That was an end. <laughs> oh, he, he must have I, maybe <laughs> passed, yeah. I'll never forget that. Mm. No, I wouldn't recommend it, but I think... It's quite, quite a thing in, 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 in the... The, what the 70s, 80s was Ouija boards, I think that's all, Yeah, all came out about that time, didn't it? But they were using Ouija boards long before that. Yes, yes. Yeah. They still do. Mm. Mm -hmm. And people say, do you think you should use them? Well, I don't know. It's not, not for me to say, is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I particularly myself wouldn't use a Ouija board. I'm, no. Yeah. But then I don't need to now. So. No. Mm -hmm. But yes. it's just, it was an experiment, and um, that was it. Never again. I haven't touched. I may have had a had a little dabble since mm -hmm. since I've been doing this work, but I don't particularly like it. Mm -hmm. Did you ever think when you were seventeen that you would end up doing this kind of work in mediumship and that, or you know, you really didn't? No, I didn't think I'd be doing it mm -hmm. fifteen years ago. To be honest. Yeah. It wasn't my, no, I, I went to a, a couple of churches and I thought, oh, don't we often fancy that, mm -hmm. traipsing around the countryside doing this, but they had different ideas for mm -hmm. me. But getting back to my younger days, yeah, I mean, I was, I was always trying to do something because um, I was a guitar player or bass player. Yeah. And I used to have a, in, in the, in the, what they call the, the front room, I had um, a Sony tape deck, like the old Revox, what they used to use in the recording studios, mm -hmm. double tracking and all that. And I used to spend hours in there, not playing music, trying mm -hmm. to get voices on the tape. Oh, you know? interesting. <laughs> and um, I used to spend hours in there. Think, come on, come on. I know you're in here. 
I was brave then because there's other people in the house. Wouldn't be so brave on my own. And I thought, come on, you've got to, you've got to speak. And we're going back to the early seventies now. Well, the funny thing is, my I went to a spiritualist church, and my dad came through. He passed on my birthday in nineteen ninety six, and he came through, and the medium said, "Your dad's saying he understands now what you were trying to do." So I can only imagine he meant trying to get the voices on the tape. Yeah, because there's more understanding when you do go over to the other mm -hmm. side. You realise a lot. Mm -hmm. But it it never never worked. It's a shame because mm -hmm. with that sort of equipment, you should have been able to um to get it. Yes. So yeah, I've always sort of dabbled and mm -hmm. say it's been part of my life since mm -hmm. I was well four. Mm -hmm. But I I didn't think about doing the mediumship. Mm -hmm. So how uh, did you get into the music side of your career over the years? How did you? I don't know. But the old the old man was a drummer, mm -hmm. and he had a piano as well. And uh, but when he was at work, I used to get his drums out, give him a good hammering, you know. Yeah. The neighbours loved me, and um, used to open the windows up. I'm still an annoying person now, but I was even more <laughs> so. And. Um, <laughs> Do you, still, do you still play the drums just now? I couldn't play the drums then. <laughs> and then he come home one day and he caught me on them. But that's all right, don't worry about it. And then when I was 11, started to play, uh, picked up guitar, sort of 12. Then we had the electric guitars, managed to, you know, get the old man. And, mm -hmm. and with kids, we, we had no money. Yeah. And uh, so we all like, somehow got guitars of of the parents and yeah we sit around there in the front room i say the windows open couldn't play anything just just make a racket and that's how we all started mm -hmm. and um, been doing it ever since mm -hmm. <laughs> um did again, you travel did you travel when you were doing your music with your band not, not until later on i started off playing in the local youth clubs mm -hmm. um and did, um, I think it was 1969, we did a thing in Beckenham. It was, a, I don't know, it was sort of name dropping. It was a Dave Bowie thing for, mm -hmm. he just got that record out, Major Tom, whatever it was called. And uh, yeah, we was on that bill with a lot of quite well-known people. There's mm -hmm. us like kids, 16 year olds. Mm -hmm. And we, yeah. And we, he gives us a chance, get up and play. And um, yeah, it was good. It was it was fun. Didn't know it was going to be that massive. It's mm. the same with the kids, 16, 17 then. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. It's good that yeah. when the celebrities like that give the younger ones a chance to, you know, show what they can do. Yeah. And then, I um, don't know, the rest is, I went off. I was with a band, Pierre Gint, they were called. And again, we went off and we used to um, support bigger bands. I remember we supported ELO on their first ever gig in what? Croydon, mm. a place called The Fox, I think it was called. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, that Roy Wood was a nice guy. Had a chat with him. Yeah, we met a lot of people. Yeah, that was in the times when all the groups were starting to make their way, wasn't it? It was. Well, it was their first. It was their first gig, yeah. and we mm-hmm. haven't been going long. And um, mm-hmm. and that's what I did for a time, and then I again still uh, involved with the spirit people, mm-hmm. and then probably 1971, 72, I. I went for an audition with a band and um, ended up playing back in a lot of American blues men. Mm-hmm. Now that was good. That was fun. We've got Germany, Belgium, yeah. up and down the country. Yeah. Never made any money, but it was, yeah. it was fun. Yeah. And I remember um, we stopped at a, a cafe on the M1. Everyone used to call it here. And the, the kinks were there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, talking to... Uh, Mick Avery, the drummer. Ray Davis was wandering around. Don't know what he was, planet he was on. Again, nice blokes. And then, about 73, I, I think it was Eric Van Daniken that wrote one of his books, Chariots of the Gods. Mm-hmm. And that got me onto the UFOs. Right. And everything else, you know. Uh-huh. And... Um, mm-hmm. That was so it, what, really. What was the name of your band at the time? It was a band called it, the Sunflower Blues Band. They were well known. They were quite, mm-hmm. um, quite well known in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, I stuck with them for about a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Again, I was only what, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I went out. Germany a few times with them and again you meet meet lots and lots of people yeah. I met some people musicians who I sort of admired and thought wow I can't believe I'm I'm actually talking to these people you know these guys mm-hmm. you know yeah um, and we used to do the marquee club in London quite a little hundred club and I remember we were there one Tuesday and there was an American jazz pianist called Errol Garner Mm-hmm. And I think it was one of his last gigs before he passed. Right. Really mm-hmm. lovely guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you meet these people, and I'd always found that if you're sort of okay with these guys, people mm-hmm. think they're big rock stars. Mm-hmm. But um, it was in a one Friday night, I'd done a gig, and um, I. Uh, the guy who owned the market, I was talking to Ian Hunter from Motley Hoople. And um, I think the gay bloke's name was Jack Barry, who ran the place. He said, oh, he said, I've got no one for tomorrow night. I've got no support band. So uh, Ian Hunter, he's still around, by the way. He said to me, what are you doing tomorrow? I said, nothing. And he said, well, let's, so we got a band together. Mm. And Motley Hoople then were big megastars. Yeah. So there was I for a one hour at the market mm-hmm. in London. I was a superstar. I think we got two quid each. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but the, the thing is, it was the experience. Definitely, yeah. It's all experience. And I don't mm-hmm. know if Ian would be watching this, but if you are, mm-hmm. hello, mate. Wouldn't mm-hmm. remember me. Mm-hmm. But 
what a night, yeah. And we got up there and what's that? I was a I was like with these mega stars for for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was pretty yeah. so it's all good fun. It is, it is. It's all your road you travel, isn't it? Meeting different people in life and but it's like a lot of things, you get so far mm -hmm. and you just can't get that bit more, no matter how good you are. Mm -hmm. I have spent hours playing. I still mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. but so how many guitars do you have? I've only got, I've got five. Yeah. yeah, five fingers, five guitars, you know. But you don't play them all at the one time, but uh, no, I think I'm an octopus. Um, <laughs> And um, no, I, but I said to a few people, we were four years too late mm -hmm. for the big blues push. Mm -hmm. And we were four years too old for the, when the punk come in. You know, mm -hmm. you kind of missed it. Yeah. I just think and look at it and say, well, that's, the, that's life, that's the way it goes. But we had yeah. a good time, met a lot of people, mm -hmm. did a lot of gigs. Yeah. Yeah, just fun and enjoying yourself. Yeah, and then like, I, I give mm. it up until it was nineteen eighty four, and this is where the spirit world come in. Right, because I was sitting indoors one Sunday, and I just got this urge to. I'd heard about this place to to grab my guitar. The strap mm -hmm. and I am. And I went to a place near Waterloo in London mm -hmm. and I had a jam session. Right. And I thought, I walked in there and it busy. It was busy. Mm -hmm. and we come and plug in then. I said, yeah, all right. Yeah. And um, <laughs> bloke come up to me, American, and he said, um, I've got some gigs in France. A couple of weeks, do you want to come? I said, oh, don't give me all that, mate. I've heard all that when I was 18. <laughs> you know. You come in with the airline tickets a week later, end up going down to the south of France. Mm -hmm. And then um, came back from there, and then we did the, a big rock festival at Donington Park. I thought, of course, it's all right, you know. Yeah. You don't, you're not making no money out of this. It's, it's all like uh, freebies, really. And then um, we went back to Monte Carlo mm -hmm. and what was that noise? And played at a place called the Stars and Bars, which was a, a like a big kind of blues club restaurant. And you think, well, you know, this, this is great, isn't it? Mm. You know, makes yeah. you change from getting up and going to work or whatever you do. Mm. So what kind yeah. of music did you play? What kind of songs? And oh, I, like, I like the blues stuff. The blues, yeah, that was yeah. quite popular in those days, wasn't it? Also mm. like a, some jazz stuff, or like, you know, things like ACDC and Effie mm -hmm. Rock, Iron Maiden. Mm -hmm. Yellow, but do you like yellow? Not so much, no. No? Uh, I remember doing a gig at Marquee with those Scottish rockers, um, Nazareth. Yeah. Oh, they were pretty, they were good. Mm. Nice and loud. I think they're still going as well. Um, but then things started to happen again with the spirit world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I 
decided I'd go to a spiritualist church. And um, how old were you then when you decided to go to the spiritual uh, church? Uh, very old. <laughs> <laughs> so it was later on in life after uh, you. No, I don't know about forty or maybe forty. So you left the music behind a bit. Used the lights used to flicker on and off, and I thought this mm -hmm. this this is not right. Mm -hmm. And I uh, went to this church, and um, I don't know. It was a this place. It looked like a funeral parlor. I thought, oh, this is I don't like this. I found it quite creepy. Mm -hmm. And I left it for a while, and then I went to another one, and um, this is where it all kind of started. About two thousand and four and um went to this little church didn't know what to expect really and there's two old girls sitting on the door you know hello dear come in you know and all that and i thought right i'm gonna go and sit by the wall halfway up it's, it's only a tiny little place mm -hmm. sit by the wall nothing can get to me then can it <laughs> and um i was with someone else and they I thought this is going to be, wonder what's going to happen here tonight. Because a friend of mine had passed and his mum used to go. She said, oh, we, we had a little girl skipping down the aisle last night. I thought, oh, this is going to be good, isn't it? This is going to be, be a night to remember. Mm. Yeah, it was. Hymn number one, hymns, prayers, up and down, hymns, prayers. Oh, for Christ's sakes, I'm in the wrong place, you know. Mm. And then the medium got up. And I thought, oh, I couldn't do that. And then a voice from the wall said, you're going to do that. No, I don't think so, mate. You're going to do that. And I thought, it's these two old biddies with a tape recorder or something, you know. Mm -hmm. Thinking, we'll, we'll, we'll trick him, this newbie. And it started to get cold. And I thought, yeah, there's something going on here. Mm -hmm. And little did I know, but that was the beginning. Mm -hmm. That was that was the start. And I sat in a circle, what they call a development circle. Mm -hmm. oh, I couldn't, I couldn't get on with it. It's not what I, I don't know what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't that. And it went on, and and someone put me in touch with a lady, a lady called Catherine, and she took me under a wing. And she looked at me and she said, you've got passion for this. I said, have I? Whatever. Mm. And within six months, she had me working on the platform with her. And mm. she pushed me and pushed me and pushed mm. me. And that was really the start. But even before that, I, I did have a message from, uh, from, from the platform, the medium. And he said, you're going to be a maverick. What's he talking about, Maverick? The only Maverick I knew was uh, James Garner in the Cowboy film, mm -hmm. playing cards. Mm -hmm. That's the only, I don't know what he's on about, but I do now. Yeah, Maverick, so before we go. Got, <laughs> got your name from that then. That's how it all happened. He, yeah, he said, you'll be a Maverick. But I didn't know what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. And um, as we've gone on, mm -hmm. you know, I thought, oh, these stupid rules. Oh, this is nonsense. This is utter, it's nonsense. 
How many years were you doing it before you suddenly thought, well, I'm about, feeling about, a bit... About, about right. three weeks. About three weeks. I thought, three I can't, weeks. I thought, I can't, I can't. This, this mm -hmm. is nonsense. Mm -hmm. Because I've always got my own way, even with the guitar. Mm -hmm. I thought, no, there's got to be an easy... It's always an easier way, isn't there? It's yeah. Always, it may not be the best way, but it's always an easier way. Mm. Anyway, in 2012, I saw an advert. I still didn't know where I wanted to go. It, it still wasn't what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see the spirits. I wanted things to happen. Mm -hmm. I'll get it now all the time. Mm. And I went to, um, I saw an advert, I don't know, Psychic News or somewhere, for a, a physical mediumship conference for five days in Eastbourne. Okay. I said to a friend of mine, she, she said, yeah, let's go. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what to expect. But when well, I walk, we walked into this hotel, there was all mm -hmm. these people milling around. And they were so different to the churchy type mental mediums. There was none of this oh no I'm gonna upset people but with with the, the mental type stuff everyone knows this every and I found that nobody knows very little. Mm -hmm. I went into there's all these physical mediums and they were friendly. Mm -hmm. There was none of this like look at me mm -hmm. and I thought oh, God, I feel comfortable in here. Anyway, again, I didn't know what to expect. And the first session was, um, I think it was with Scott Milligan. Mm -hmm. And we went in this room, about 30 of us. And they said, <laughs> "If once you're in there, you can't get out. That's, that's, that's enough to put you off. Once really? you're in the room, you can't get out because you'll ruin everything. You know? So they seal right. the doors up. Right, so they keep you all in that room with the door yeah, shut you, while you're yeah. sitting. So if you need, if you need to go to the toilet or something, you, you've had you it. Can. You, you have to go before you actually start. Yeah. Although sitting in there, I mean, you know, you think, oh my but god, that makes you want to go if you're not able to go. There was this oh, it's a cabinet, sales cabinet. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a clue what was going to happen, mm -hmm. and they said, right, everyone, old hands. Well, yeah, and, and the reason why is so is you know that if anybody moves, then the lights went out. Oh my god! <laughs> and this was all sort of new to you. It it's was... I've never no. Yeah, yeah. I've been getting messages mm -hmm. about um. I'd had a message coming into, but I, I didn't realise at the time. What it was and it was about the way spiritualism is now where we was going mm -hmm. and as the lights went down mm -hmm. i saw a man stand in front of me oh I thought, god that's like leslie flint mm -hmm. a voice then said from out of the air hello leslie here i thought oh god this is this is this, this a joke you know somebody winding us up here and then he said, today's the modern spiritualism is just watered down mush. I 
And I thought, I said that. So this actually came out? This came out of direct voice. Okay. We all heard it. And I thought, I said something similar to that. And that is when I I began to, to kind of get a bit of an understanding. I think, well, this is guides and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it went on. But on the Wednesday, it was so, I suppose the word's intense, I thought, I can't do this anymore. Come lunchtime, I'm, my head couldn't take anymore. Mm-hmm. But a friend of mine who was there, he said, no, he said, just stick with it. And I did. And at the time, I hadn't long bust my leg and ankle, and I, I was I had a walking stick. Mm-hmm. And a guy called Terry Tasker said to me, on the just before we went home, on the Friday, he said, come watch this. And he got the table, when the table started to spin. And he said, come on. And I said, oh, he said, come on, come and have a go. And this table run me, I couldn't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't keep up with this table. And that was my first introduction to table tipping right and people say oh it's rubbish it's this I'm, i can assure you it's not mm-hmm. and that table was going so fast i could i i couldn't keep up with it at all it's something that i've never seen is table tipping it sounds quite interesting to watch yeah i mean i do it sit here on my own and do it all right yeah um uh-huh. And yeah. you've got you to do a demonstration. I've had no one. Maybe another time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But people say it's always it's a fix. It's this. It's it's not a fix. Mm-hmm. And in all the time I've done this, I've never tried to cheat anybody. No. I've never. I've never made things up. I don't see the point of it. Mm-hmm. What's the point? And I don't make anything from it, money-wise. Mm-hmm. So um, I just enjoy doing it. Yeah. Is there any particular sitting that always stays with you that you did over your time? You know, something that... What, somebody, with somebody else or with me? Is that with all you always sort of feel that you remember that one person so, or sitting? Or? I remember the first one in that room. Mm-hmm. I also, at, at the same conference, I was, um, oh, got all nervous in my stomach. I was, um, again, we all, we got called out. Mm-hmm. And I had to take the, the, the seance trumpet it was in midair. Mm-hmm. And I pulled on the trumpet and I could hear the control laughing. I put the thing down and then I got this terrible burning pain around my st- middle of my stomach. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I couldn't see because it's pitch black. And then we all went to go out and we, we shook hands to a hand that wasn't attached to anything. Now oh, that, that was, I mean, you know, now yeah. I think this is, this is, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is mad. This is just, this is just too much. You know, I'm new to all this. Mm. And there I am shaking hands to, the, to a hand that's not attached to a body. And it reminds me of a film when I was a kid with a hand playing a piano. Never forget it, some horror thing in black and white. And um, Or the black and white film where the hand comes from the back of the Yeah, sofa. and he plays the piano. <laughs> like that. I remember that as a child. <laughs> oh, you're as old as me then. Um, 
And um, <laughs> but when we when the lights came on, I looked. I've, I've got these burns around my middle, and I didn't make it. I didn't complain. But I, no. I've often wondered how come this has happened. I've asked mediums, physical mediums, right. and I'm wondering whether it was um, a clash of energies. Yeah, and this is the same time as when the hand was. Yes, yeah, it's just before the hand. It's yeah, the it's before time. the hand, before right. the hand popped out. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've asked mediums. I so I don't know, and I wondered, and I said I'm not complaining. It, it happened mm -hmm. because I know mediums when the ectoplasm comes from them, like Helen Duncan from, yes. from Edinburgh. Yes, she's very. When, when the police broke in on her seance mm -hmm. and the exoplasm shot back into her body, it burnt all her insides. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I was wondering whether I got maybe some energy. A clash of energy and it's just... Yeah, and I, I, got, I, got, I got burnt, yeah. Mm. Um, but I didn't know that at the time, didn't know anything. But what I was going to say, that week showed me what I thought, this is really, mm -hmm. this is what it's all about. But it's not as easy as people think. It's um, you try and get a circle together. You've got I don't know. It's just, it's, a, it's a lot more involved. Mm -hmm. But and when did it you works, do, did you do your own circle? Yeah, I've run a couple of circles, but I don't know. Mm. See, a lot of people they want a circle. They they think it's like they want to do like mental stuff giving messages that's not what it's about you see mm. yeah. but you need a lot of patience you need time and um like nick nick sat in a skull project mm -hmm. and they used to spend i think most days sitting for, that, for the that's, that's nick kyle you're talking nick kyle, about yeah uh -huh. yeah mm -hmm. so i've got the time to do it mm -hmm. <laughs> it's fine in other people have got the time to do it. Yeah, you have to be dedicated. You've mm -hmm. got to be, yeah. But you have for any kind of mediumship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's the most evidential. I don't, I know people won't agree. It's the most evidential, it to my mind, form of mediumship. Mm -hmm. It's all right saying old granny's here. Mm -hmm. But it's, if you, what's some of those noises? I'm sorry, that's my messenger's on my oh. phone again. If, <laughs> I thought it might be from the other side. Um, well, you never know. If I need them later, I might be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay, you know, Granny's here and all that. It's all well and good. Mm -hmm. But if Granny materialised, that's even better, isn't it? Yes, yes. So what do you think about the young ones coming up nowadays doing their... I don't, I don't think about any of them. No, do you think it's a do you think it's a dying a dying with that's a pun is that a pun same. is it a dying trade yeah um, that's a trade that's the word i was looking for something like that well i've got to be careful what i say people think oh, who does he think he is arrogant get you know yes i don't go and watch thing uh i don't go to meetings anymore mm -hmm. i i can't I can't sit through it and again, after you've been watching and sat with his physical, that is 
that is so good yes but i i can't i can't talk about other people i've seen some good mediums out there mm-hmm. and people might like me some don't i, I don't know you, mm. you, you you kind of you're good on that night but i've seen some rubbish out there would you and like to, would you like to teach again no no, I haven't got the I haven't got the patience really. I haven't got the time. Mm-hmm. And they won't. They don't do what I tell them. No one does what I tell them. Right. No, obviously, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh dear. Mm. It's it's a difficult thing. Um, they used to say to me and to others, "Don't get up in front of people before you're ready." But the thing is, how do you know when you're ready? Yes. And that is where my maverick thing comes in. I, 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 got, I, I can't be doing what people tell me. How do I know when you're ready? Mm-hmm. I can't go by those those rules. And um, I've just sort of going out, go out on my own, and it works. Mm-hmm. I know people have, you know, I know people have had pops at me. Mm-hmm. But that's that's fine. Don't like don't like me or don't like what I do. That's up to you. But I've always had the evidence there. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. That's important. I may, mm-hmm. Yeah, I may not do what you want me to do, but this is how I do it. Um, as for the what's going on at the moment, mm-hmm. which I don't think is a, is very much, I, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I'm just not really interested. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's like everything. You, you do something for 10, 12, 15 years. Mm-hmm. I feel like most things, you, you want to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is your family into mediumistic stuff? or? Well, let's <laughs> say the grandkids, they seem to be quite... Uh, mm-hmm quite into that sort of thing I'm, I, I'm not saying about the spirit stuff but mm-hmm. I think they will if they carry on mm-hmm. they've definitely got something there I got it from my grandmother you see right, yes. although I was adopted mm-hmm. obviously it's still in the genes I suppose mm-hmm. and she she used to be going to seances back in the early 1900s 1910 11 Proper seances, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did she read the tea leaves as well? Probably, I don't really know. A lot of them did in that day. That's something they always read the tea leaves for some reason. Yeah, it's a bit odd now, though, isn't it, with tea bags? Mm, that's true. Um, <laughs> you have to break them, squash. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know how successful I'm doing with this interview tonight. Um, you're doing very well. Am I? But. Um, well, I mean, do you feel that you are here for a reason in your life? Do you feel that there's something that you've come to earth to do? Yeah, up, upsetting people. Um, <laughs> uh, going against their rules. Mm-hmm. But is there anything I, I don't really know? Um, mm-hmm. As you know, it was only seven weeks ago where I... I thought I was going to pass to the other side. I was just going to mention that about your 
your out-of-body mm. experience, near-death experience, oh, and events, and like to hear about that, yes. Um, Tell us how it all started, how the beginning, before it all came to that. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I must have picked up this COVID, mm-hmm. started with a cough, whatever. And... Um, I think it's maybe the following Monday. Don't I sort of feel a bit not too good, but I didn't know what was going to happen. What was I didn't even know it was COVID. And um, I think the Tuesday, I was starting to feel really unwell. Mm-hmm. And as I'm sitting on the settee. To the left of me, a, a man appeared, a young a young man, but I couldn't see his face. And he had like a brown and white check shirt on. I thought, what? Really? And as I turned to the my right, I could see it was like a portal, about that big, my mum or whatever, and the spirit people. It was like it was like they was in a tube. But halfway down, and they were talking and laughing, and uh, I didn't think. I was... Next day, same thing. The young man, spirit people. Well, after I think it was day three, and I know I was running out of oxygen, but it wasn't. I wasn't hallucinating. I know what I was seeing. So, can I ask? Um, you were actually lying over three days then. No, this more than happened. that. More than that. So you probably, were actually probably six well, days. Uh huh. You're not aware of anything over a few days. The first three days, but I, I, I weren't. But I saw this guy again, mm-hmm. and I believe we were talking to the spirit world, and who. Well, like talking to him, this is it was really surreal. Mm-hmm. But now I'm starting to, I, I didn't realize, but I'm starting to get weaker. And I looked into this portal again, I could see it all there. Mm-hmm. Then this, this man, this boy, he just went, you know, like burning paper goes like poof, up in the air, yes. It was like that. It's like he just poof, gone. Yeah. And then I got weaker. Mm-hmm. And now probably on day four. And I'm looking into this portal. I haven't eaten anything. For how long? Four or five days, something like that. A couple of days, maybe. I might have had a little bit of something. Uh-huh. But I didn't realise. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking in this portal, and I thought I could just go now. I felt so ill, mm-hmm. and by the next day, I, I, I don't know what was going on. And you could people could say, "Oh, you, you know, you're you, you're hallucinating," but I know I wasn't, and I had the chance. And I thought, well, the body, this, this old body of mine is not up to much at the moment. So it, it, 
the temptation and it's not suicidal or anything stupid like that mm -hmm. but they give me a choice and i thought well i can't go i've got three daughters seven grandkids i can't you can't do this but and i can understand people who are, who are very ill mm -hmm. thinking you know I've, I've had enough yeah and, then, and also it's a new new adventure isn't it going across there what, what can we yeah. get up to I could be out haunting people tonight, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I imagine that black and white film with a flower pot, flower vase for flowers if flies around the room, you know, and all this sort of thing. Yeah, you'd be up to mischief, so you would. <laughs> I, I, I thought this sounds fun. But anyway, next thing I know, I I must have passed out and then my daughter and, uh, drove 130 miles. She must have known. She tweaked somehow. Yeah. And the paramedic was there, and I came. I came too. Mm. Anyway, got me to hospital. I think if I'd been there another hour, I probably would have gone. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yes. But anyway, here we are. Seven weeks later, I've been walking around Rendlesham Forest today. Um, mm -hmm. A few weeks ago, I couldn't even breathe. So. Mm -hmm. You're getting better all the time. I'm getting better. But yeah. getting back to um, why am I here? Yes. Why did they, they save me? Mm -hmm. Christmas Day, I was at my daughter's. And they put, they showed me in, in a case. Like a, a glass cabinet, if you like. Mm -hmm. Not a seance cabinet, I don't know what it was. And there was all these spiritualist people, some I knew, some I didn't, outside the case. Now, again, people might think I'm being funny, but I'm not. And they said to me, we don't want you to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And then it, they said, this is your epiphany as to when uh -huh. I got, got the phone. Nice. Google, what does that mean? As we do. This <laughs> is some biblical thing, isn't it? Epiphany. Mm -hmm. It's my realisation. But I don't know what my realisation is. And I, I don't know what they want me to do. Mm -hmm. But it, here do, I am. Do you feel, did you feel after... A wee while of getting home and getting back to a wee bit of routine. Did you feel different in yourself after that experience of seeing felt, the tunnel and being with your mum? Lucky. And you felt lucky. Uh -huh. Felt lucky. I'm still here. Right, but then and I don't think they really wanted you to go. This is the thing. They felt that you were your time wasn't ready. You've got work to do, <laughs> as they would say. Yeah, exactly. It's um. I was in the intensive care and I was in there a few days and they put me in a, a room a COVID, a room on your own mm -hmm. and the doctor's come around and he said, I don't know how, how you've pulled through quick as that. Mm -hmm. but, and I walk in around Rendlesham today and wherever, I don't know how, I, I couldn't have done that three weeks ago. I don't think so anyway. So I'm you really felt better a bit? Walking around today I, than you've done for a while. Mm -hmm. I couldn't have done that. Pissed mm -hmm. my breed. Mm -hmm. And they said it could take a year to get better. Because it had gone into one of your lungs, didn't it? Gone into one, lungs, yeah. 
damaged and a bit. Mm -hmm. This long COVID thing and mm -hmm. lot of hairs falling out, and um, um, I've got that brain fog thing and whatever, and it, yeah. all the other symptoms. But my, I'm puffing a bit tonight, but that's maybe nerves as well. Yeah, um, yeah. talking too much. <laughs> oh, shut up then if you want. And, um, <laughs> what you shut up. <laughs> no, I'm giving you an excuse. <laughs> well, well, you know me, Tress. Mm. Uh, wittering away but you, you never know what when you've got it written out like I have there it's yes. one thing but when when it comes and if you're talking just if you was talking in someone's front room you uh -huh. but when you're doing this in front of a camera mm -hmm. it's it's difficult and, and it kind of gets a bit jumbled yeah and I'm so sorry for my messengers going off all the time oh, <laughs> throw the phone out ticking away um, I know Obviously, that wasn't, although uh, getting back to this mediumship mm -hmm. and, um, mm -hmm. and and leaving it behind for a while, mm -hmm. I'm going to do a couple of gigs, but I did a job mm -hmm. before I got the COVID. Mm -hmm. And and I, this must happen to other people, but I said, I can't do this anymore. Mm hmm. And the simple reason was you remember people and it's like a filing cabinet opening. And I thought, I can't do this anymore because I'm not doing you any favours, mm -hmm. me any favours or them any favours. And unless you're going to go traipsing around the country doing different venues, then mm -hmm. and you will remember people. And I thought, no, I, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I'd like to go and do talks rather than do talks. Mm -hmm. And all of the messages still come in, that is the thing. Mm -hmm. And they also like to talk about Reynolds from Forest as well mm -hmm. and what goes on down there or did go on down there. Mm -hmm. And that that all came into part of the, with my mediumship in about, that was about 2012 as well. It all happened in about 2012. Right. It seems to be that's a year that it's happened to quite a few people, the turning mm -hmm. point of awakening to what was going on around them on the earth and realising that the things were, you know, happening and they wanted to do things differently from what they had been doing. It seems to be a, a year 2012, yes. I hear this a few times. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd heard about Rendlesham Forest, but I didn't, I'd never yeah. been there before. Right. And um, mm -hmm. went there one, one evening with people about 10 people i think a couple of mediums mm -hmm. it was maybe 11 o'clock at night i don't know pitch black mm -hmm. and a voice said to me they're good these voices and they keep telling me things yeah <laughs> it went in my head this was outside and a man said to me would you please leave the ancients and aliens alone Ooh, well, I'll tell you what, I was out of there and I didn't go back for about seven or eight weeks. Was this at night when it was dark? This was, or a, this was pitch black. Pitch black. black. <laughs> and this weren't in my head, this was outside. I thought, oh, I've got to get out, let's get out of here. Mm -hmm. Seven or eight weeks later, I, you know, when you get that urge, you think, oh, I'm going to, I need to. 
do something. Well, I, I actually got in my car and I went back to the forest. Mm-hmm. And I found my way back to along the tracks. Mm-hmm. And from that day on, I don't know, things started to happen in there. Yeah. And I started getting pictures. And a little spirit girl used to show herself to me and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Um, that went on for a few years, but it's it's died off now. It's it's very quiet in there now. Mm-hmm. And you 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 saw you saw some oh that was the story you were saying you saw someone like in white going across, but ended up being something else. No no no, no 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 that's something where different. I live. <laughs> no, that's where I live. I, oh, that was different, right? Sorry, I'm getting yeah, a bit. There, there's a there's a graveyard over the back. Ah, right. A church, and I yes. came down the road in my car, turned mm-hmm. right onto the road, main road, and I saw this this white figure <laughs> over the road, and I thought, "That's it, we've cracked it." <laughs> Get the phone. <laughs> Stuff what's coming? Don't worry about what cars are coming. Don't worry about it. Anchor up. And this, and then another figure come out. Ooh, <laughs> away like this. It was a, it was a figure. <laughs> and his mate or her mate, I think it's a female down there. Oh, oh I was gutted. I really thought I'd cracked it. Then I thought I got photo. It'd be straight on Facebook. Look what I found. And <laughs> it was a figure. <sighs> oh dear. Oh well. But, um, yeah, one. I thought I really. I thought this is it. I've I've got it this time. Evidence. Mm-hmm. I should have taken the picture anyway, shouldn't I? You should have done, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I've I've spent a lot lot of time in Rendlesham. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's all. It's very quiet moments. Still, I I still. I love the place. It's fascinating, mm-hmm. and I'm sure things may pick up again um yes. but i've never maybe, been there one day I'll, I'll get down there and enjoy having a walk around no if you're looking for things to happen at the moment it's not the time that's yeah. been for a, about two years mm-hmm. um it just seems to have gone very quiet there aren't even any animals in there is there not no oh. deer have gone they, mm-hmm. such a shame because they cut a lot of the trees down, you see. Uh, they shouldn't touch the trees. No. No, they shouldn't touch the trees. It's, yeah. But, but. There, there, there is a, I've had some experiences in that forest. I've got some mm-hmm. terrific photographs in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't been back in there after dark for about three years. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, I think I'm getting old and maybe nervous and can't run <laughs> especially not after <laughs> I can't run I like that especially after that COVID and a busted leg and ankle I, I can't actually get around you very soon, quick soon get you then you're another chance <laughs> no but I have been there at night um it is a bit obviously like anywhere mm-hmm. a bit creepy mm-hmm. but um, no it, it seems gone very quiet and I, I don't know why yes and you went for a walk in it today. Was it quite good? I went there today. We went to a different place. Mm-hmm. Elaine, who, who's, who's on the show with me, she she said that she didn't want to walk any further because she felt a pressure on her. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And Elaine's not one to make things up. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell you what, we'll just go a little bit further. Yeah. And see see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, and the meter, she uses one of these meters, K2, what, a K2 meter? Oh, to pick anything up. It's going mad. Oh, very interesting. And I, I don't use them. I don't, I've never used any of these no. things, but no. it, it was going mad. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have so, your own show every Sunday on YouTube. Do you want to explain a wee bit about your show you have every Sunday on YouTube? Yeah, we have a, or have a, a show on Sunday. It's called Tales from the Seance Cabinet. And the reason I it's called that is because when I started, I just used my phone mm -hmm. sitting in the sales cabinet. So I thought it's a good name, isn't it? Good name as any. Yeah. It's house in the sales cabinet. And um I have guests on there. I have some 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 woman on there called oh some Scottish woman, Tr Tris Blair <laughs> or something. She comes on and yeah, whittles yeah. away. She, not a couple yeah. of times. <laughs> she comes on and whittles away, doesn't you? And uh, that's very Usually good. <laughs> And um, yeah, we have a different guest every week. Mm -hmm. um, so, if anybody, anybody's interested, they can go along and listen on a Sunday to your show. Yeah, and if there's any mm -hmm. physical mediums out there who mm -hmm. want to come and just chat and tell us about what you do mm -hmm. and how you do it, mm -hmm. that would be awesome as well. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just, it's a, it's a, it's supposed to go on for an hour, but it normally goes on for two. Yeah. And it's, it, it just, I don't know, it's very laid back and, I don't know. Very just, enjoy, enjoyable. Just just get into it and mm -hmm. get lots of questions. So we get people from different parts of the world coming on and watching us. And, mm -hmm. and I think it's good. And I feel that this is the way, mm -hmm. because I, feel, I believe spiritualism, mediumship, you've got to get it out there. Yeah, it's not just in a local church or a local hall. This is going out to a lot of people, and we've had people from Russia, Pakistan, India, all over them. You you've seen them, haven't you, Tristan? South Korea, Canada, America. Canada, America. Yes, everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's great. Well, it's getting to the people, as you say, because of the lockdowns over the couple of years. People are some of elderly people are frightened still to go out, and just people that you know don't get out much. It's good that they've got the Sunday with you, and they can spend the time enjoying the two hours, listen to your conversations, and even learning from yeah, the listen, to our, listen to our ramblings. And yeah, yes, <laughs> me yes. trying to get a word in edgeways. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that's why. Very enjoyable. Mm -hmm. But I, I, obviously, I know I probably spoke too much tonight. But what else we spoke? You know, it's difficult, isn't it? Um, uh, mm -hmm. Talking I'm like this, I, I find it very difficult just to talk like this. But um, mm -hmm. I'm just looking in my book, seeing what else. Um, mm -hmm. But interest. I mean, people will be. Um, you'll help so many people just with you talking and, you know, them tuning in to listen to your story because that will resonate with maybe some of their life stories and what they've been through or maybe they're going through mediumship themselves and looking for a wee bit 
answers to things that maybe you've answered tonight well, for as well. Well, I couldn't. I, when I, as I said, I didn't intend doing this. Mm-hmm. But I did go and try and find help. But mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but all I got fed was a load of BS. Mm-hmm. And I trying to find what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And the answers, oh, we don't do that, or we don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, um, you know, it's all got about poltergeist. And really, mm-hmm. I didn't find really very many people that knew what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when I went to that conference. I, I thought, well, I found people that got some idea. Yeah. Um, but finding people... Who, who think outside the box. That's really what it is. It's got to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. And you might not be popular mm-hmm. with everybody, but hey, so what? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be the same as everybody else. Um, no. You know. But everybody's on a different journey as well, and maybe your journey's just going to be completely different now from everyone else's, and you're here but, to teach. You've come back but, to maybe teach, as you say. But I found a lot of people in this spiritualist game Mm-hmm. They try and ram this stuff down your throat, and it's it, it didn't resonate with me. None of it. Mm-hmm. It just seemed nonsense. Mm-hmm. It might as well. And and the other thing is, and I'm not. I don't read the Bible, mm-hmm. but I know it says in the Bible. This is what I don't get. They do all these hymns and prayers, but it says in the Bible, you must not. Uh, associate with mediums, seers, prophets, etc. So I don't know where, even know where the religious bit comes in. Mm, There's a lot could be said about that, but I don't think we should say too much. (laughs) We just don't know, do we? This is it. It's like it it, it doesn't actually, it doesn't, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't fit. No, no. Yeah. And I've had I've had rows with Christians, church people. Yes. Not looking for it, Tress. I don't go and looking for trouble. I just happen to be yeah. sitting minding my own business. And someone said to me, Oi, you, 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 you about doing this and black magic and all this mm-hmm. and you try and explain. I mean, they're dead against us. Mm-hmm. But I've never and I, I know other people, I don't understand where the religious bit comes into to what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think if you're just honest with yourself mm-hmm. and honest with everybody else, and don't try and pull the wool over people's eyes, mm-hmm. and have respect for those on the other side, the spirit people, yeah, the guides, that's... yeah, mm-hmm. I think you'll be all right. Yeah, and they'll Salty teach you. Respect. They'll they'll teach you. They'll show you where to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll that's... be there for you all the time. I mean, if if you're out to make lots of money out of it and you don't respect them, I mean, it's not going to happen, is it? It might happen a wee while, but not for the time that's needed. You know, I, I've said mm-hmm. to people, I get all this information. Yeah. And I know it's not coming from, from my, because I'm not that clever. And years ago, I wouldn't have even spoken out like I do. But it comes in and it, it's like they're feeding you all the time. Go mm-hmm. on, this is what you should say. And again, I've tried to explain to people how I work. I can't talk about other people. And when I stand up, I don't, I don't meditate and all that stuff. 
I just stand up. It's mm-hmm. like they take control in like an altered state. Mm-hmm. And what comes out of my mouth mm-hmm. is them. It's not me. No, you're speaking for... That, that comes out, yeah. It's, 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 it's not a trance yeah. state, but it's an altered state. It's taken a long time, maybe, mm-hmm. well, probably 10 years, I suppose. They've been working on me. I haven't been working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty lazy, really. But they've been working on me for... for yeah, they kept pushing years. you and pushing you. Come on, come on, yeah. get on with that. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got work to do. You've got to... But now, I don't know where I'm going to go from here. I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know. Yeah. I'm sure it'll all happen, but I'm sure things will come well, along. I've had, I've had 12, 15 years out of having some fun and mm-hmm. doing something I didn't even think about. I'd be doing or doing, you know. Yeah. I'm not complaining. So now it's but work. I... Now there's something to do with work for them that you've. Hmm. It's all planned. It's all going to happen. Yeah. It's all planned. Yeah. yeah, I think it's actually been happening over the past few well, It's just started. <laughs> but, you know, I'm very much into the older mediums. Mm-hmm. Like I say, the, the Helen Duncan and Dee Dee Hume from Edinburgh and people like that. Mm-hmm. Alec Harris, all these mediums that I call mediums, physical mediums. I'm very, mm-hmm. very much interested in those people. That was yeah. mine. Is that your, your turn? I, I'm so sorry. I didn't realise my phone was going to go off all night like that. I usually put it through in another room, but I forgot tonight. Do you, do, you have, do you have one particular medium in your life that you felt that influenced you into to, to doing what you're doing as well? Somebody that you regard as? I, um, a couple of years ago, Maybe three years ago, we had a circle, not here, friends. Mm-hmm. And Dee Dee Hume came in. Mm-hmm. And um, in his gear, Scottish stuff. And I've, I've been reading up on him. Mm-hmm. And he was born in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Then he went to America, but then came back. And what he did, he, he spent a lot of time in a place called Annerley. Mm-hmm. So you've got Crystal Palace, Annerley, Penge, mm-hmm. South London. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's strange. We go 1800 and something. We go back to. And I thought, that's really strange, isn't it? Because my dad used to live just off of this Annerley, Annerley Road, Annerley Park Road, I think it was called. Oh. Mm-hmm. Thought, that's strange. I mean, it's one of <laughs> big houses and starts to read up on. Daniel, mm-hmm. and um, and then we I got into the table tipping and like the levitation. Well, Daniel Douglas Hume, even Houdini tried to catch him out, and it didn't. He couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether this took place in Annerley or or somewhere else. It's just said London. Mm-hmm. Daniel was, there were three stories up in this, this house. And they were people saying, you can't, this is all fake, fake and whatever. Apparently, he went into the next room, mm-hmm. shut the door, shut the door, went in the next room, mm-hmm. and they heard a window opening. When they looked out of their window, 
Daniel, three stories up, is mm -hmm. levitating outside the window. Wow. No wires, no scaffolding, oh, no nothing. Yeah. He then opened the window and went back in the room again. Right, right. I think this guy is awesome. Uh -huh. <laughs> and um, I did a job just before the, the lockdown. Mm -hmm. And there were two girls there from Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. And I did, I've never seen them before. And this Scotsman stood behind. I said, oh, I said, I've got a gentleman here in a kilt. And it's this, I didn't say, is your granddad? I just said, is he a relation of yours? And they said, yeah. no. The next day, I found out that Sean Connery passed that evening. Right. Well, I thought, well, why would Sean Connery probably come one of my gigs? You know, mm -hmm. he's not better to do any. In this place, it was in Lowestoft, called the Flint House. It was a restaurant. Mm -hmm. I'd already seen an Oliver Cromwell-type person in there mm -hmm. and other people. A few people have seen spirits in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering now whether that Scotsman was Daniel Douglas, Douglas Hume. Right. Mm. He was from Edinburgh, and these two girls were from Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, could be, yeah. Uh, yeah, if it, and mm -hmm. these guys fascinate me. But he's been in the seance room. Mm -hmm. And as I say, it's coincidence that he, he actually he lived or stayed in the area where I actually grew up, not far mm -hmm. from where I grew up. Very good. So he was the one that saw was sort of in your thoughts. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. and then with the table yeah. tipping and the, the table tipping, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But Tress, I have to say, mm -hmm. I only work on the ground floor, right? Because if I'm upstairs and maybe you get some idea and takes me out the window, <laughs> I ain't going to be too happy. You want to be able to have the ground done. I'll stay on the ground uh, and people. People might laugh at this. Say, "What's this bloke on?" Mm -hmm. Seriously, there's it's always people working with us mm -hmm. from the other side. Mm -hmm. Apart from your um, oh, your... and and uh -huh. by the way, I know uh -huh. I'm half Scottish, but I started speaking Scottish that night. Did you? Yeah, seriously. Oh. Uh huh. Okay, and all the rest of it. Right. But it didn't just end there. Uh huh. A couple of weeks later, I was in the supermarket, talking, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, I started speaking Scottish again. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, God, what's going on? Yeah. Am I possessed? So but someone's proof, through, been coming through for a wee while and just maybe trying to connect with you, and then they've gone away after. Yeah, but I don't need that. Time. I don't need the middle of Morrison's. You know, <laughs> or Transfiguration. Yeah. <laughs> And um, but yeah, that's that is as I say, I can't. We've all got somebody mm -hmm. who guides us and, and puts things in our mind, and I'm sure he does. So, do you do you know your guides then? Do you feel that you you particularly have a guide that's there that you can connect with, or is it just well, this this come in occasionally when I thought I was going to um pass away. Mm -hmm. Someone said that. This Peter, his name was, who was sitting with me. Mm 
He could have been a guardian angel, couldn't he? I don't know. Yes. Uh -huh. I couldn't see his face. Mm -hmm. But I know someone looks after me. Mm -hmm. Because I can't believe in seven weeks I've turned around to yeah. being fairly, fairly fit again and mm -hmm. doing what I'm doing. Um, mm -hmm. But I let him guide me. strong belief in yourself that you can heal yourself. Because we can heal ourselves, as you, as you know, I always go on about healing and how you can heal yourself because you, you have this positivity about yourself, you know. But um, I don't know. It's, um... mm -hmm. So apart from your near-death experience, have you ever had any out-of-body experiences where you felt that you've been out of body anywhere or happenings like that? Not that I'm aware of, but I've had people tell me mm -hmm. that they see me in their room at night. Oh, very interesting. So you've taken travels through it the... It is. The trouble is, when you live on your own, you've got no witnesses. Yeah. I ain't been anywhere, mate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been told that a few times, not recently. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, I, I, yeah, maybe you do go out of your body. I, I don't know. I'm not aware of it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say I, I am because I'm not. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that would freak me out anyway. <laughs> but, Finding yourself standing somewhere else when you should be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. I'd, I'd be frightened. I wouldn't get back again. But people have said over the years they've seen me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Maybe they have, yeah. maybe they haven't. Well, there ain't, yeah. many people, there ain't many of me about. No, nope. <laughs> they recognize you. <laughs> um, See you. Hmm. But all I all I really want is people to understand and believe, mm -hmm. you know, in what it's what I'm saying or what we're saying, rather than yeah. And I, and I don't. Some of it is hard to to understand. I I'm sure it's hard to. Mm -hmm. You think, oh, I don't know, this geezer on something, mm -hmm. or she on something, and and, mm -hmm. and no, I'm not. Mm -hmm. My when I first did my first ever platform job with Catherine mm -hmm. I had a photograph taken mm -hmm. and I've transfigured into about four or five different people right and I didn't know what transfiguration was mm -hmm. do you know who the people you trans no idea did you not no idea nobody else you would know either maybe Just... probably guides mm -hmm. I've transfigured since mm-hmm and then I, I went through that phase where I was, I'd be walking around and things would fly off shelves. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of stopped now. Um, right. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's them or some kind of energy, kinetic energy type thing. Mm -hmm. There's lots and lots of things to look at before yeah. you think, oh, it's spooks or it's, it could be anything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So much going on around us that we have to link into at different times. But I have to say, I've had some fun with it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure you're still having fun doing it at times. Well, yeah. I, mean, it's, it's, yeah. I don't know. I'm sitting here now thinking I've been waffling for about an hour and a bit. Mm -hmm. I haven't got a clue what I've been talking about. Well, you've done very well. I don't, well, well, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't see it that way. I'm thinking, oh, I bet that was a right jumble. <laughs> and... Um, no, you've done very well. Really? Mm -hmm. 
Well, I don't, I don't think I, you've done many interviews, have you? I think this maybe. I've done a couple, but I don't ever look back on them. No. I don't look back. I don't look back on my Sunday night gigs. No. Mm -hmm. I just think, well, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it, I suppose, yeah, it's, it's so much, so much gone on, mm. so much to talk about. Yes. And getting into into some like sections. Yes. Uh -huh. About jumping, it, it's quite difficult. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jumping from one to another. Yeah. And when we finished, I think, oh, this is that that happened. This is something else happened. Yeah, you forget all the wee bits that should have been in between. But I mean, what you've said tonight's been brilliant. Uh, you've got a lot of information yeah. there. And people, someone asked me last night actually, do I see spirits? Mm. Well, I don't see them just walking down the street. Mm -hmm. But I see them as I'm working with them. Mm -hmm. And also, if I go to a funeral, which I don't go to many, but I always see mm -hmm. that person standing by the coffin. Yes. And that that came about probably about mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Mm. So, yeah, I do see them. Do you ever hear someone coming in in a different language speaking to you and you're trying to understand what they're saying or... Do all the voices that you hear come in in your own language so you actually understand what they are saying? Um, or do you think that you've got somebody that's coming in that's maybe French or Italian or, you know, just speaks a different language, but they're speaking in a different language, but you're actually listening to them in your own language? Because you can make out what they're saying that way. It's it's one to to. No, I'm not to. sure. Mm -hmm. I don't hear them all the time. Mm -hmm. Freak me out. I'm the biggest wuss in the business, Tress. So I really am. Today, this is really weird. I was going to meet Elaine Rendlesham Forest. Mm -hmm. I always put my keys somewhere where I can find them. Mm -hmm. Well, today, this morning. Mm -hmm. Can't find my keys. Oh, I thought, where? Well, God, have I looked to me in my car yesterday? Mm -hmm. Anyways, I, I something went crash. Mm -hmm. I went in the bathroom, nothing, mm -hmm. nothing's nothing's moved. Anyway, I'm still wanting around my keys. Mm -hmm. Everything's got everywhere. And then something said, "Go and look over there." And there's like some towels and things. Mm -hmm. This associates now with a bathroom. Mm -hmm. And my jeans are there. And as I felt down, there's some towels and stuff back. Say that. There's my car keys. I'm now half hour late. Yeah. But I never put my car, I never leave them in my pocket. No. So was that crash that I heard saying bathroom? Mm. Towels. Yeah, and <laughs> it all links in. It all links in. Yeah, or it could so be I'm a spirit girl that's I mean, here. Yeah, the little the spirit girl I've got with me. Yeah, who, who? Yeah, she's a nice kid, but she she has caused me a few problems in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've only just saw that association of thoughts, isn't it? Yeah, crash, mm -hmm. bang, nothing moved. Towels, yeah. there's your keys. You, oh. yeah. I'm sure they do it. Look in there, would you? I'm sure they do it on purpose. Think. We'll oh, get yeah. some weight. We'll get some weight off him. 
having yeah. been their place apart, you know. Yeah, the little girl, she's um yeah, that was a that was a strange sort of uh, meeting, me and her. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw her family. Mm -hmm. They were like uh, Victorian types. The mother. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Oh, when I see her looking at me, she looked really I wouldn't have wanted to be married to her for sure. She looked really stern and gruesome. Yeah. Giving me the giving me the evils. This is true. Mm -hmm. And the old man, he, he signaled all right. And it sounds dark. Probably people watching this think he's a, he's not. Can I ask can I ask where you met where you first met them? This was in Kent. Kent. Right. I'd given some I'd given someone a reading, which I, mm -hmm. I don't do anymore. And this right. man came in. Mm -hmm. But this lady couldn't take him. I thought, mm -hmm. well, I don't. well, I then, a few weeks later, saw him again. But mm -hmm. then he's with his wife. It's where I was living. Mm -hmm. And a medium said to me, well, I had like a little studio recording thing. Mm -hmm. He said, there's a little girl there with you. Said, is there? And I thought, it must be the kid that's with this, these people. Mm -hmm. He said, the only time she's really happy is when she's with you mm -hmm. and you're playing music. So, okay. Mm -hmm. Felt a stroke in the arm. Mm -hmm. He said, but, you know, she, she's not too keen on other women, you know. <laughs> and I found that out later. Seriously. Yeah. I believe... Mm -hmm. She started a fire mm -hmm. outside. Mm -hmm. um, I've had all sorts of things, honestly. Mm -hmm. And uh, then she threw some pictures off my wall. I put them back. She they come again. They come across the room, mm -hmm. and I think, what is what is wrong with this? But mm -hmm. she I can't say too much. I'm upset. Her. And. Um, People, I know people probably think this, 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 this isn't true, but it is true. Mm -hmm. So she's been with me quite some time. Mm -hmm. I sometimes hear uh, like a youngster talking to me, mm -hmm. but she's there. She, she obviously looks out for me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what to say really. I, I, so I, I would say that I saw this girl maybe, mm -hmm. I don't know, 15, 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. And then a, a mediums have picked up who don't know me. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's quite funny. Yeah. Do you think she was around you when you were unwell, when you were going through that time? Oh, I, would you think, I would think so. Mm -hmm. I would think so. Mm -hmm. um, but okay, something banging. Um, I heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, we we all have these guides, mm -hmm. but it just seems sometimes it's it's a bit hard to uh, mm -hmm. to, to understand it. Um, I, I was in a cemetery in Woodbridge. Mm -hmm. Let's get back to 2012 with Steph. And there's a little cemetery there. Mm -hmm. 
I think it's all overgrown now. Anyway, it was a lovely day. It was in March. Mm-hmm. Lovely blue sky. And she said, well, shall, we'll have a look in here. Mm-hmm. Went in, sat down. And at the last gravestone in this, in this line, mm-hmm. a young girl appeared in a, like a candy stripe. You know, like, I don't know, Edwardian, I think. Yeah. She had blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, <laughs> my name is Sarah Brown. I've heard that name before. <laughs> and she said, I want you to do something for me. Mm-hmm. So I ain't doing, this is tele, telepathic. So I ain't doing nothing for you. Wednesday, after they close it, mm-hmm. it? So I said to Steph, go, I didn't tell her what had happened. I said, go and tell me what the name is on that end, end gravestone. Mm-hmm. Sarah Brown. Jesus oh. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh, God, what's going on here? I said, I want you to do something. I said, I ain't doing it. With that, the wind picked up. Mm-hmm. I thought, what? I thought, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Telepathic, right? Yes, yes. And I said to Steph, this is this girl here. I said, could you see her? She said, no. I said, what do you want? She said, I want you to go and find the grave of George Brown and Duncan. Right. Fair enough. So he goes back and goes back to Steph's house, goes on the computer, took a bit of time, mm-hmm. and we went for the municipal cemetery in it. Found it, George Brown. Terrific. Who's this <laughs> Duncan character? Oh, I can't mm-hmm. find him. Well, the next day we went to the cemetery, this big mm-hmm. cemetery, mm-hmm. and there we found George Brown. Mm-hmm. And what I don't understand, above George Brown was the name Sarah. Right. This is really old. Sarah Brown, she's about 12 years old. And then they were all Quakers, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was right about the time the Titanic went down. So... Oh. Who knows? Who knows? Oh. Anyway, can't find this Duncan. Uh-huh. Anyway, we're driving along around the back way, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we saw this road, Duncan. Something oh. Duncan. Good God. What she meant was if you find Duncan, the road, you'll find uh-huh. the grave. Right. That's really interesting, isn't it? And I've been back there since. Uh huh. Never seen her since. No, maybe that, that was really, thing. That that was really about my first time when I actually saw uh-huh. a, a spirit who and then making contact with me like that. She was just waiting <laughs> for the right person to come along. Just wait, yeah, muggings Sweet. to come along. <laughs> uh, she was very. I can imagine her being very bossy. She mm. got that time, yeah. Mm-hmm. You will do it. Oh, I could do. Yeah, and you did it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I did it. Once those clouds started to roll, I thought, oh, God. Yeah, so. That's so, very, you know, all you happened. budding mediums out there, or whoever you are, mm-hmm. don't ever be surprised, you know, because I'm not looking for them. They just appear, don't they? This is the thing. Mm-hmm. 
just seem to appear. And if they'll I, always like, appear at the right person. They'll always come to the right person that they know yeah. that they'll, they'll, they'll listen and be genuine, yes. And um, mm-hmm. so I've had witnesses to all this. It's mm-hmm. not oh, I'm making it – no point making things up. Mm-hmm. But I think if – yeah, if you're of the right – I don't know – vibration maybe mm-hmm. and they will show themselves to you mm-hmm. and connect with you like that yeah it's always it's all to do with vibration love and intent that they'll come in and they'll know that they're safe around you but they'll soon go away if they feel that they're not mm. you know you're not being genuine with them it yeah. happens. because we got in a shop actually a, a sweet shop mm-hmm. and the girl in there Said, have you been in this little cemetery? I said, no. So go in it. And then she gave she. I did some cut the readings for her and her yeah. family. And so yeah, uh-huh. it was okay. It's um, but I haven't got. I don't make a habit of going around graveyards or mm-hmm. anything. Oh, I like going in the cemeteries. I like going in the graveyards. I have one at the back of my house. And yeah, you same as me. Yeah. You same as me. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy going up there. Yes. When I walk but, around, mm-hmm. but uh, I am the biggest wuss in the business because <laughs> if I hear them, I hear them, someone come up the hallway or something. Yeah. Oh God! I live in a bungalow, but I can hear them walking across the roof. All right. So that issue's not the birds. <laughs> I've got the no, birds. As as I got no, the birds no. on the roof. They got to be bloody big birds. And, <laughs> big <shoes>. um, <laughs> I think, oh, God, you know, uh-huh. yeah, I get, get freaks. Yeah, I think we all do at times. I mean, it's only yeah. a human nature thing in the human body that you would get freaks. It doesn't matter how how uh, fearless you think you are, you do get it. <laughs> but when, when I when I was sort of um, drifting off to the other side just for mm-hmm. Christmas, mm-hmm. I weren't nervous about this young man sitting next to me. Right. And I weren't nervous about seeing those on the other side, which is mm-hmm. strange, isn't it? Just like a feeling that the, you knew them and going home to, to see them again. I don't know. Yeah. I Just a, know. a comfort feeling being around them. And then after one of our nights, I don't know who was on that night, mm-hmm. one of our Sundays, that I, I, I went into the other room and it was the next morning and all the strings had been slackened off one of my guitars. That yeah. I weren't happy about. Yeah. And I've told that kid, uh-huh. yeah, you, you leave my stuff alone. Yeah. I do tell him or her or whoever, listen, I get, you know. Maybe she's saying, come on, we want you to start playing more. Yeah, I'll say, well, you know, why Why do you undo those strings? And I don't just mean, I mean, undone them. They're all flopping around. Oh, my goodness. And I thought, And you know it's nobody else because you're just there on your own, so you know it's nobody else. And um, yeah. no, there's nobody else. I'm on my own. Yeah. And I say, leave my stuff alone. Yeah. Look, what am I again? I can't even see her. Yeah, I I see. When I get up in the morning, I want to see my strings back together again. <laughs> but that never yeah, happens. I, yeah, I was a little bit, bit annoyed about it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because you have to spend the time putting them all back again. Oh. Someone just touched my head then. Who's there? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, have you got any more to say? Or um... no, I think I've witted enough. I've probably drove everybody mad whoever watches yeah. this. No, um, I'm sure they'll all be very interested in what you've been seeing. Oh, I don't, I don't know. 
I'm never interested in it. So um, it's good to hear how, all about your life and about well, bits of my life. I'm going to all. I'm going to all of it. No, um, no, no. <laughs> Uh, Enough of um, it. <laughs> no, it weren't, it weren't that bad. Oh, but no, what, what, the only thing I'd say to people is seriously, you have to listen to people, I know. But don't get bogged down with all the, the rules, the regulations, and oh, it takes so long, you have to do this and you have to do that. Mm -hmm. If you've got the ability for them to communicate with you, Mm -hmm. They will. Yeah. They will go. Yes. Just take a wee bit out of everything and make up your own mind. Yeah. About yeah. Make your own mind. Make your own mind up about how you feel about things. Uh, and I don't, you know, I don't understand why mm -hmm. people want to, why people want to do mediumship because, yeah, it's okay, but, um, I don't know. I, I, so I never really thought about it. I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I can do it. Mm -hmm. But there's also, there are a few downsides to it. Yes, there always is, isn't there, with things you know, that you, you do in life? You know, you can be woken up at night. Up mm -hmm. The other day, something prodded uh, on the bed. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know. I can't say there are any downsides, really, I suppose, when I think about it. I suppose when you've yeah. lived with it, as long as you've lived with it, you get used to all these things around you. So It can be frustrating. Mm -hmm. I would say that it can sometimes be frustrating because, yeah. you know, you're not quite sure what you want mm -hmm. me to do. Or... But yeah. I, they, they've got me out of trouble quite a few mm -hmm. times, I'm telling you. you. Once you understand to listen to them, mm -hmm. Yeah, then you can decide what they're saying. And what you yeah, yeah, a few few scrapes before now. Mm -hmm. so. yeah, yeah, they're always guiding you and trying to help you with what you're doing. There's a lot of good out of it. Yes. So yeah. that's it, is it, Tris? Yes, so this will be going up on Maverick Medium's um, YouTube channel, and it'll also be going up on Echo Whispers. Yeah, put on Echo Whispers first. Uh, you go first. <laughs> well, anyone wants to join Echo Whispers uh, Facebook group, um, just go on to Echo Whispers, Awakening to the Universe, or Echo Whispers, um, if you would like to be a part of it all. And, um, yes, we'll be putting this up at some point. Um, so that everyone can listen to Maverick Medium. And if you want to, I'm sure they will. Mm -hmm. But if if you're you know if you're fed up on a Saturday night, mm -hmm. we there's a we there's a Zoom group on Echo Whispers which normally turns into well, everything, <laughs> and um, yeah, true. and uh, chaotic. <laughs> The only thing is that there's a, there's a woman on there keeps you talking till two in the morning, if she can. <laughs> I wonder who that is. Oh, well, I, uh, I can't give her name away. To this woman. <laughs> um, yes. Well, you have to join the Facebook group first before you can come on to the Zoom group. Yeah, and if if you want to look at Maverick Medium, I'm 
mm -hmm. House from the Sales Cabinet. Like mm -hmm. and subscribe. I mean, there's about 65 videos on it now of all different people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's some interesting people it's on it. It's really interesting. It is good. It's, it's, um, it's good on a Sunday to have the show that you have, you know, for to listen to. So I would advise anybody to go on a Sunday and just enjoy it. It's uh, live and you can put up your your questions on there. And, yeah. It's and we're always looking for new people who... Mm -hmm. um, people who um, got to say, like to come on as guests, physical, yeah, come on as guests, physical mediums mm -hmm. or trans mediums, mm -hmm. yeah, anyone or different or anything to do with uh, the UFO, UFOs. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get, yeah, we haven't spoke about the UFOs tonight, have we? No, we haven't. We kept it to to the mediumship. Yeah, that can maybe be another time we'll discuss UFOs and yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's um, very interesting. And, um, yeah, this will be going up on uh, Echo Whispers YouTube. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I won't be on for a week or two. I'll, I'll wait till this dies down a bit. Uh, <laughs> we I, always I am, get a laugh, all of us. <laughs> I am, I, I'm terrible. For, I don't watch any of our playbacks. Mm -hmm. I just think, you know. I know what I'm going to say before we come on, but when yeah. you come on and that starts recording, yes, it goes out the window and you just whitter and waffle on. Yeah, I mean, you can have everything written in front of you. You can have everything in your head, but really it just all comes in automatically as you as you go along to speak to anyone, you know. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's been well, really, it's been a good evening. I've really enjoyed your company and discussing all the, things about mediumship and yes it's very well, interesting and i'm sure everybody else will tune well, I in hope so. listen. i hope so because i you won't see me again for a while i'm gonna hide <laughs> or grab a bag on my head we, we won't we won't let you hide don't you worry <laughs> you'll not get a chance to hide <laughs> yes yeah anyway thank you, and ask you questions but thank you for coming on and spending the time with me this evening. Be very enjoyable. No problem. Most enjoyable. Until the next time. Adios, folks. Yes. Thank you. Bye, everyone.